Okay. Hello, hello. Last week of April, how are you? It's the first of two lives that I try to do every week. And this is streaming in several places. So if you um, are listening somewhere and you would let me know that you're listening, or if you have a question and I don't immediately see it, it's because I don't see all of the places where this is going. So if you have a question, post it. Hopefully I will see it and I will definitely go back and look for it, okay? And today I don't wanna be on super long, but I wanted to talk about if you're feeling stressed or stuck. So when I, what do I mean by that? So stressed is the typical things that you think of. You're anxious, you're not getting good sleep at night, you're feeling um, overwhelmed with what you have to deal with in your life, or not even your personal life, but life in general, like what's going on globally, you feel anxious, that stress, or you notice your body, so it's not only what you think, but you notice your body has symptoms, has health issues, things that you would like to change, but they don't seem, your body doesn't seem to be responding. So that could be weight loss. That could be digestive issues. That could be skin issues. That could be um, chronic pain. Chronic pain is definitely a place that emotions and stress show up. So if any of that is happening, or if you're feeling stuck, and what I mean by stuck is, you want something to shift in your life. You want something to move forward. It might be in relationships. It might be in your career. It might be in health, which I just talked about. But you're it, you're stuck and it doesn't seem to move forward no matter what you're doing. So you have this sense of frustration, um, maybe resignation, something like that, okay? So it's really important that if you have that and you wanna take that on, that you are aware that there's really three places that you need to look. There's three places as a human being that we get caught up in our life and in our health from this issue. So the three places when I say them might, might be like, oh, I kinda knew that. Or maybe not. I don't know. But I thought it was worth talking about today. So, you know, every week I try to hop on once or twice, hopefully twice, and go through something that makes a difference for you. So just in case that you hadn't thought of this, the three places are body, mind, and spirit. And I'm going to look at that, you know, all of that. But if you're only paying attention to your body, right? Like if you're stressed and you have digestive issues and skin issues and sleep issues, and you're only paying attention to your physical body, how to help your adrenals, what to take for your digestion, changing your diet, you're missing two other very important components, which is the mind and the spirit. If you're feeling stuck, like not joyful, relationships aren't working, you're not communicating well, you have goals that you want to do, things that you declare you're going to do, like you're going to um, go on a diet, you're going to change your schedule, you're going to find more balance, and then it doesn't happen, you're not paying attention to all of the places in your life. 
Okay. So, um, and listen, what I want to say about health before I dive into that a little deeper is I do recognize that there are some real physical things that you have to address if you have digestive issues, if you have skin issues, that's a detoxification problem. Your body is letting toxins out through your skin because they're not able to leave the way they're supposed to. So I do recognize I have had my share of health issues, which is how I'm now blessed to be in this place to share this information so that you don't have to go through the long journey that I went through. Um, but I do get parasites, Lyme disease, all that other stuff is going to make a difference in your physical body. So I'm not saying you might not have to address those, but if you're not addressing the way that your body, mind, and spirit are lined up, you're not going to get the outcome that you want. All right, so let's talk about it. Those are the three things, body, mind, and spirit. So your mind, obviously, or maybe not, the language of your mind is your thoughts. Your mind is the way that you think. So it's those looping thoughts when you lay in bed at night. It's when you first wake up in the morning and you think, oh my God, it's Monday, I have so much to do. Or everybody you know, leaves it to me. I'm the one who's taking care of everything around here. You, whatever those thoughts are, or uh, I can't imagine um, having to see my in-laws later today because they always push my buttons and drive me crazy. Those are the thoughts, right? So your mind, the language of your mind is your thoughts and the looping thoughts or the negative thoughts, frustrated thoughts are going to impact the other two parts of you, which is your body and your spirit. Your spirit, I'm going to also call your heart. The language of your heart, the language of your spirit is your feelings. Okay, your emotions. So when you have the experience of feeling love, right, the way that that feels in your body, when you're feeling anger, the way that that feels in your body, that's the language of your spirit. So your spirit and your brain, your mind are always talking to each other. When you wake up in the morning into those thoughts that you always wake up into, they make you feel a certain way. And your feelings, when something happens, tell your brain what to think. So your brain and your heart are constantly communicating. And then your body is the expression of that communication. What shows up in your physical body, what shows up in the circumstances of your life, the relationship working or not working, the goals that you're attaining or not attaining, those outcomes are the direct result of the communication between your mind and your spirit, your feelings and your thoughts. They're the, the finished outcome, so to speak. So when I work with people and what I had to do in my own life was really understand that and understand what it takes to get the body, mind, and spirit back into alignment. Because what's happening is that feeling of stuckness that you can't get momentum on is coming from an out of alignment. It's coming from chaotic communication. When we have heart-brain coherence, right, when something is coherent, it is predictable, it's count-onable, 
it is the same. So the heart and the brain are on the same page. And then that tells the rest of the systems of the body, the immune system, the digestive system, the endocrine system, we're good. We're in alignment. We've, we've got good communication going on. Everybody can do their job the way they're meant to. When the brain and the heart are not coherent, that means there's a chaotic messaging going back and forth. And we can see that. You can see it in EKGs. You can see it. I use a certain tool for myself and with my clients that looks at heart rate. And it, you can see the heart rate pattern. And when somebody's, when your brain and heart are in coherence, that means the feelings that you're feeling are giving your brain good messages. So you're not stuck in anger and frustration. You're, you're feeling good emotions, which is telling your brain you're safe, you're okay, and then they're working together. So you can see that a chaotic, incoherent pattern would look all over the place, different levels, different widths, and a coherent heart-brain communication would be very consistent, right? Same amount of spacing, same amount of height, if you looked at like an EKG wave. And then that's going to, as I said, tell the rest of your body what's going on. Can the rest of your body do their job or do they need to be on high alert? Do they need to shut down and send their resources to other places? So your, your heart is always telling your brain what it's feeling and then your brain decides what to think and then the rest of the body follows. So that's heart, I'm sorry, mind, body, spirit, heart and spirit I'm using inter interchangeably. Coherence, okay, and getting all of those into alignment is going to be critical or you're not going to really, as I said, get the outcomes that you want. I totally have this new glass water bottle and I'm so happy to use it. Hold on. Okay. Now, if you understand that picture, I'm not just talking about right now in the present moment. Like, what am I feeling right now, today, this afternoon? Also, we get stuck in our body, the emotions from the past. So when you, let's just say fear, because so many people are fearful. When you have a feeling of fear, sometimes you don't even really know why. Like sometimes it's like, I don't really, I don't know why I have this anxiety. I don't know why I feel fearful because I actually have a pretty good life but yet I have this sense of anxiety, worry, fearfulness, or it takes very little for me to be right into fear and anxiety, right? It can take a very small event. And the reason for that is that you have past anxiety and fear stuck in, actually stuck in your cellular memories. And um, this is not something I made up. This is, let me put my glasses on. This is, there's a ton of research going on about um, cellular, I'm sorry, I just want to wear these, but I got to clean them. Cellular memories and how emotions get stuck. And they get stuck in the cells and they actually affect the DNA of the cells. So how well your cells are working right now has a lot to do with if you have 
fear and worry from when you were five years old. Let's just say you grew up in an alcoholic household. I did. And there was oftentimes a lot of uncertainty. There was oftentimes fear and worry. It For me in my household, it, it wasn't that it was abusive. I wasn't fearful for my own physical health, but like what's going to go on in the house today? Who's going to be yelling at who? Does it feel safe to be there or am I walking on eggshells like that? Okay. So if that's going on and then you grow up and you can totally, you know, cognitively understand that you can even do all the work that you, you know, with a therapist to forgive that or to get over that, whatever it is, whatever that is. I just used one example, but having the cognitive change here does not address the emotions that are stuck in your cells. It does not address your spiritual component, just the cognitive. And so you're still being thrown off. If you have any questions on this, I don't see any where I'm able to see right now, but please post them because I really do want to answer them because this is super important because if you look around the world today, people are stressed. People are living un unhealth in unhealthy bodies, even though they're trying really hard. And people are sad and depressed and anxious, even though they're doing all the things and they're on medications and they're going to therapy and all of that. And a big part of it is the feelings and the, and the trapped emotions. I'm going to use the word trauma. But to me, it's a very dramatic word. It's really life experiences. But whatever happened, let's say trauma from when you were a kid, teenager, an early adult, even today, trauma is happening. If you don't get those emotions out, they will stay stuck in the tissues of your body, stuck actually in the cells because they're an energy. There's an energetic frequency of all of our emotions. And that energetic frequency will stay stuck unless you learn how to get it out, unless you recognize that it's still there and that it is talking to your brain. So there's that spirit mind connection. It's those stuck emotions are talking to your brain and contributing to the looping issues that you have. All right. So body, mind, and spirit Many cultures recognize how important it is to look at all of these and really have things in place to help people go manage all of them. The Western culture doesn't do that. The Western culture decided a few hundred years ago that the body would be the realm of doctors, physicians, scientists. The heart and spirit would be the realm of religion, church, pastors, whatever. And the mind would be the realm of, you know, therapists and psychologists. And so we, we split it up in Western culture. So you go to someone when you see an issue in any of those areas, and they work strictly with that issue. But the cultures that really have success, that have decreased incidences of depression and anxiety, 
physical health, all of that. Those are the cultures that recognize the coherence and the alignment that needs to be there that are teaching their people right from when they're young how to manage that, how to address all three, and how to stay in alignment as best as you can. And the bottom line is really not living in fear, but living in love. The opposite of love is fear. And those two emotions, right, If where you feel that in your body, those two will set off a cascade of biochemical reactions, ways of thinking that will determine what's going on in your life. It will determine the health of your body. It will determine the outcomes of your goals, relationships, successes, right? So love sets off oxytocin and other hormones, which then set off um, all these different bio biochemical pathways, which then tells your digestive system, you're safe, you feel good, go ahead and digest your food. Tells your immune system, go ahead and fight that virus. We're good, we're feeling love right now. Tells your hormones, go ahead and make that baby because life is good and safe. That's what happens when you're in a place of love. When you're in a place of fear, whether it's because of what you're currently experiencing or what you experienced 10 years ago or 50 years ago. If that, that energetic frequency of fear has stayed in your body, the brain says to the digestive system, can't digest food. We need all of our resources because we're fearful. Digestion starts to shut down. You actually you know, start having nutrient absorption issues, you damage the lining of your gut. That's why stress is the number one root cause for leaky gut. All right. It also tells the endocrine system, you can't make a baby. We're not experiencing abundance and safety and love. This is not a time to make a baby. This is a time to be safe. So you see a lot of fertility issues and hormonal Whack, wacky things with hormones because of stress or stuck fear from the past. Okay. Um, what else? Digestion, immune system, endocrine system, all of that. Oh, and then also it, your brain, where your brain is working from is different when you're when you're living in love and feeling coherence it's very different than when you're living in fear and being out of coherent and chaotic so your brain different parts of your brain will be firing and guess what it's not the parts of your brain where you are communicating well it's not the parts of the brain where you're problem solving well it's not the parts of the brain where you are seeing possibilities no what happens is you get very, very narrowly focused because that's what we do when we're in fear. We just have to figure out how to save ourselves. So we're not looking peripherally. We're not looking at all the possibilities. We're just here. So when you're in an argument with someone and you're feeling fearful, you're driven to get your point across and, and inhibited from hearing their point. You're um, driven to survive and control rather than see possibilities and make sure everybody's taken care of as you come to a solution, okay? So each thing, your body, your mind, and your spirit are each affecting the other. 
they're always giving each other information. You can't separate one of them out and be successful. You've got to get all of them in alignment. Okay, so um, if you have any questions on that, how do I do that? How would I know where I'm out of alignment? There's a lot of diagnostic tools that I use with my clients, and then there's a lot of other tools. Some are nervous system physiology tools to help your body calm down. Some are rewiring tools to change your thinking, and some are spiritual tools to move that energy out of your body. So we use all of them, and you want to really start to get a handle on where your issues are. It's probably more than one because they are so intertwined, but where? Where are they? What is the thing that I need to clear? What are the, the neural pathways that I need to rewire? Okay? Okay. I would love to answer your questions if you have any, and I will see you on Thursday at the same time. We'll do something else around this topic. Okay. Thank you so much. And I will see you soon.